Hey, this is Troy from Planet 76. We've got some really good Sixers-focused content coming your way today. Make sure you subscribe to the pod so you can be in the know when we release new content. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone, to episode 106 of 105. Yes. I thought this was 106. (laughs) Of Planet 76, my name is Michael, Troy is here, as usual. Troy and I were actually just discussing how slow of an offseason this has been. Unprecedented in terms of slowness, activity-wise, or I guess you could say lack thereof when it comes to just... I mean, obviously the Sixers, but we've talked about that in great length at this point, but... The NBA in general, it's just super slow, but we're going to make the most of it. Make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, we're everywhere. So if you don't follow at this point, that's on you. If you listen to the podcast and you watch the podcast, you're not following us on anything, that's on you. (laughs) So drop us a follow, Troy. What are we getting ourselves into this evening? What are we getting into? So, recording Thursday the 14th of September, and I just double-checked. So, Sixers tip off the season in Milwaukee in exactly six weeks. Wow. 42 days from now. Um, So, we are slowly but surely getting there, my friend. Things will get started to... Uh, you know, to get going here soon with, with training camp preseason, all of that. But um, yeah, today's episode, um, we're just going to hit on a little bit of Sixers news recently and then just kind of give our, our thoughts on Nick Nurse because that seems to be, um, I mean, there's not a whole lot different with this right. team this year. There's a couple new pieces brought in off the bench and then, um, you know, we have no idea what's going to happen with James Harden, obviously, but um, Nick Nurse is the is really the new piece. He's the exciting piece. I actually I saw an article today. Someone put a poll out there about like what are Sixers fans most excited for in this coming season. The options were Nick Nurse. Uh, the second option was nothing, which got thirty three percent of the vote. The third option was Tyrese Maxey and his development, and then uh, fourthly how Joel Embiid plays after the MVP. Uh, the leading percentage, just beating out, beating nothing, was Dick Nurse at 34% as far as what people are excited for. You know, that's – leave it to Sixers fans. I get it. There's not much – there's not a whole lot to be excited <laughs> about. But I'm already seeing you – I'm already seeing people like, I'm not going to watch this year, this team. I'm not going to watch any games this year. I'm just going to get all upset and just – you know you're watching the Sixers this year. Don't don't lie for the don't sake lie. of – trying to be different we all know that no matter what anyone says they're going to be watching the Sixers this year and they're going to enjoy the games because if you don't you're not really that big of a Sixers fan in my opinion at that point because you watch the games you don't have to love the product but you watch the games I mean we all watched during the 10 and 72 season nothing is worse than that. So I think you can watch the Sixers because they're still going to be a good team this year. They're still going to be good. They're not going to be trash. This is not a lottery team by any means. 
This is yep. still going to be a good team. Exactly. And one of the exciting pieces of that is the new head coach in yes. Nick Nurse. And so we're going to – we spent time, you know, whenever he was brought in to be the next head coach, you know, doing a little bit of a deep dive. But today we're going to dig a little deeper because uh, we know basically what the team's going to look like going out right. there in 42 days. And you know, Nick Nurse has to lead that team. What we've got is what we've got. And uh, just to give our thoughts on what he can do to – help us win what we might be worried about with him like i don't you know wherever we want to go uh, but first sixers did bring in a former friend uh back to the team danny green oh yeah signs a one-year deal okay. and uh so danny green played two years with the sixers and uh, then suffered a torn acl and lcl in the playoffs that elimination yeah. game in 2022 against miami uh, and then on his road to recovery, obviously, I mean, it took a long time to recover. He got injured at the end of the season. So he played in just 11 games last year, uh, three with Memphis and then eight with the Cavaliers. I don't even really remember exactly when in the season that was, obviously toward the end because he was coming off an injury. But um, what's your thoughts on, on the move? Danny Green now, what, 35 years old, 36 years old? Um, what's your thoughts on, on this move? I definitely listen. It's not it's not a game changer by any means, but Danny Green is still a good NBA player. However, what I what I am more so concerned with, in the sense of being interested and not concerned, like worried or upset, is that he's getting kind of a redemption a chance at redemption because he was injured he got injured probably the worst injury in pro sports yep then he got traded for a good cause obviously (sighs) but he's gonna get a chance to come back and you know he listen danny green was good with the sixers when he was here Mm -hmm. i don't want to hear anything about that because We've talked about it in length, I'm sure, at, at some point. I mean, yeah, right. he was, yeah. We've, we have we definitely had, had our fair share of discussions about Danny Green. I don't want to hear, well, he's, he's, he's trash. Why are we getting excited about this? Listen, he's a good, he's a good NBA player. He's, he's, he, I don't care if he's, I don't care. I care about nothing except for him being back on the team and he's going to be, He's not going to necessarily be a 6th, 7th, 8th, or ninth man off the bench, but he's still going to get his time, and he's going to yeah. contribute, in my opinion. I, I, I like it. I I think I think there's a line that people cross often between being okay with something and then nitpicking. Like, people are crossing right. the line of it turning into nitpicking because he's old. Or because, I, like, there's no other reason outside of the fact that he's old and injured. Right. This is this is fine. This is fine. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, I mean, he's a good he's a good vet to have. He was a good vet to have when he was here for those two years. And you know, I I just checked. He shot he shot over forty percent from three one year, just mm-hmm. over forty, and then thirty eight percent the second year. And he can still shoot the ball. You don't yes. lose that. Yeah. Um, but his role will look a little different. Leadership-wise, it'll be the same. But maybe playing time, and he was a starter for most of his time here, 
don't necessarily see that, like you mentioned, but, mm. uh, you know, because of the injury and because of the age and how hard it is to recover from an injury like that. Uh, but he still has a place on the team. I, 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 I like it, you know? And, I mean, I, I know it's an incredibly small sample size, and I didn't plan on reading this stat, but I feel like I need to. So in his eight games with Cleveland, he, he was shooting 45% from three on three and a half attempts a game. So incredibly small sample size, but the kid was knocking him down, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, on you know, on thirty attempts with the team, you know, he made forty-eight, forty-five percent of them. So, yeah. uh, pretty interesting note there. So, uh, Danny Green back with the Sixers, and uh, again, Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse. That's gonna be our focus the rest of the way. So he brings excitement uh, to an otherwise boring off season mm-hmm. outside of the whole James Harden situation. Um, a guy with some creativity, doesn't mind taking risks. We talked about that um, on a previous episode. Um, just to give you an idea of you know, his teams in recent memory. So he, he began the head, became the head coach in 1819 with the Toronto Raptors. And in those seasons, the team's defensive efficiency uh, was fourth in 1819-1920. They were second in the league in defense and then 11th in each of the last three seasons. Offensively, they were 7th in 18-19, 15th, 16th, 17th, and 13th the last few years. So pretty middle of the pack offensively, but a lot of that due to the you know the team that they had. Mm-hmm. A couple you know pretty good players, obviously, and they had some good teams. They won a championship in there. Let's not forget that. And um, so, yeah, what as the Sixers are currently constructed so then we do have a couple questions uh, that some people submitted and then I just have a couple questions thrown in there too for you but as the Sixers are currently constructed what what's your expectation like for the rotation your expectation for someone's gonna have a bigger role you know Tyrese Maxey's gonna have a, a bigger role doing this or that like what's your What's a couple of predictions that you have that you think are going to happen just based on how this team's currently constructed? Um, Sixers go 82 now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I think I I don't know. It's This is a kind of scenario where you – I don't know if there's much we can really predict. I don't really know that mm-hmm. there's much we can expect either. I don't, I don't think there's actually anything we should be expecting <laughs> from this team this season. But – I don't know that there's much we can even predict, really, because there still is a lot of uncertainty with, obviously, Harden, and I'm not going to talk much about that, but yeah. with just with the roster. I mean, we don't really... The roster is... It, it, we, it's... We, we're, seeing, we're, gonna, we're seeing a lot of the same players, but we also have some new players. You know, we, we have some Obama. We have um, Patrick Beverly. We have Danny Greenback. We have... Hmm. What other players are they signed? <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, those are, yeah, those um, are the big ones right there. Eh, there still is some. There still is a little bit of questioning to be done, and I think at this point, and we'll get in. You know, once once we get close to the season, and we'll get more into that. But I think there's. If you look, I think there's still some things to look to look forward to slash be i don't know if i want to say hopeful about but i will say cautiously optimistic that's what we'll title this episode cautiously (laughs) optimistic about the sixers i think that's good all right i think that's good good title i think that's good (laughs) i love that 
Um, I'll give you one, I guess, hopeful, cautiously optimistic expectation that I have uh, for the Sixers, and particularly with Nick Nurse, is I expect after games to not be forced to say this as much. I don't think I'm going to be saying, well, the Sixers were outcoached tonight as much as I have been under Doc Rivers. Um, Yes. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I I expect to be pretty confident night in, night out about my head coach. And now again. Wait, wait. Being confident about a head coach? No. (laughs) This is. This shouldn't. This. This. Not not possible. Not possible. That's different. So um, that's my. That's my thing, I think. And then. You know, excited, and I think you know you've posted on about it on on Trust the Love that maybe Joel Embiid unlocks just a different, or Nick Nurse helps unlock a different Joel Embiid even on the defensive yeah. end. Um, you, you posted recently about DeAnthony Melton and some expectations for him to take another step with this team, and um, he's more than capable yeah. of of even upping his game into a bigger role. Um, so those are just some expectations I have, but I think the one big one is just I'm confident. Uh, in the coach we have, and uh, I hope he doesn't let me down, right? I mean, I, you know, we don't really know until we know, until he gets out there. He hasn't coached a game yet with the team, um, but I feel good about it, and that's a good thing. So uh, we'll get into some questions. Uh, first one submitted by a friend of the podcast, uh, William Reisbeck. Let's go. Uh, he wants to know, so questions focused on Nick Nurse. Uh, with James Harden's absence, uh, does Nick Nurse, or do we see Nick Nurse um, thinking that Maxie's going to become more of a facilitator on this team? What's your thoughts there? I think, I think he's going to have to be. I think Tyrese. Yeah. I think what even even with even if Harden stays, that's that's the next step in Tyrese's development, whether it comes naturally or not. I know he's been working on it the past off season or two. That's that's the next step in his development. That's the next step he's gonna have to take is being able to put not only put the ball on the floor, which he's been great at doing, but also find his teammates, create for his teammates, and make things happen for his teammates. That's something yeah. that he's gonna have to learn how to do because if he's gonna continue to improve, that's the type of thing he's gonna have to get better at. That's the thing he's gonna have to continue adding to his game. And that's what's going to help him become more well-rounded because obviously we know how great of a scorer he is, but if he can work on leveraging his ability to score into creating for his teammates, that's something that right. the elite offensive players can do consistently at a high level. And that's a gear that Maxie's going to have to reach in order for his game to reach where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I think that you know, I mean, we've seen Maxi improve every year. Yeah, uh, we've seen him add different elements to his game, and you know, I, you know, the thought is that that is the one he's worked on. Um, you know, this off season, and um, it's going to be all the more important without James Harden. Like it just is, and it's something he's going to have to work on. It'll be something that we're probably gonna have to get used to. That he's going to have to get used to. It might, you know, the hope too is it, you know, game one and game eighty two he's going to look like a completely different player, at least as far as facilitating. Um, You know, we don't expect him to come out game one and, and you know, have a James Harden 17 assist game. Um, (laughs) But 
I think he can. I think he can improve with it as the season goes on. I just hope that if he is the guy, as far as you know, playing point toward play, come playoff time, that he's comfortable and ready. And I'm okay with him making the progress to get there in real time action in the in the regular season. Um, but yeah, it's important. I think Nick Nurse definitely sees that, and hopefully he'll help unlock that for Tyrese. All right. Um, Next question is this. So, uh, will we touched on this too? But uh, will Nick Nurse help unlock another level for Joel Embiid? I believe you think so, or have said that. Yes. Um, why do you? In what way? Defensively, just because he's defensive-minded. Like, tell us a little bit about your your thoughts there. Um. Well. Yeah, that Nick Nurse being able to. It all stems from the creativity aspect of his coaching game, which not many coach... And, and this is a big reason why I'd say he's probably a top-five coach in the whole league. This is a big reason why, because good coaches... You know, there's a difference between good and elite coaches. Nick Nurse is an elite coach, largely in part due to the fact that he's not afraid to make adjustments. He's not afraid to try things. Innovation. That's how you win this league. And he's been a huge part of winning with the Raptors a few years ago, but also, you know, the Raptors were okay last year. That wasn't really his fault. They weren't that great, but that's besides the point. The great coaches, the elite coaches, they know how to adjust. They know how to adapt and evolve. And unfortunately for a dinosaur like Doc Rivers, it wasn't <laughs> happening. But to really answer the question, Nick Nurse... Oh, there was a video that came out. I think it was from Patrick Beverly's podcast, and they were asking him about Joel Embiid. I forget what the exact question was, but Nick Nurse essentially said he's going to do everything. Joel Embiid is going to do everything. He's mm. going to handle the ball more. He's going to bring the ball off the court. He's going to screen. He's going to roll. He's going to dive to the rim. He's going to pop. He's going to set back screens for his teammates and roll. Everything. So that in itself, Joel Embiid... Yes, he's gotten to a point in his career where he can do a lot of things, but he can't do everything. And when Nick Nurse says Joel Embiid is going <laughs> to do everything this offseason, I think that could really unlock something in Joel Embiid that we haven't seen yet. And obviously he's become such a great player, but there are still some right. things that he, one, can't really do, and two, can't really do well or well enough. So... Yeah. Some of these things that I'm hearing that Nick Nurse is going to be having him do, very, very, I'm going to say it, cautious. I, I'm cautiously optimistic. <laughs> I hear these things from a coach that I didn't hear from Brett Brown. I didn't hear from Doc Rivers. I hear these things from Nick Nurse, yeah. and I'm thinking, this could really move the needle in terms of what Joel Embiid looks like as a final product. End of season. Game 80 playoffs whatever this is huge right uh nick nurse said he's gonna have mb taking more what was the word he used uh basically defending the rim more i forget what phrasing nick nurse used but okay. basically defending the rim more he's gonna take more chances at it or something essentially describing joe Embiid uh defending the rim more taking more shots at deterring shot deterring the ball from deterring mm. players from going to the basket deterring, deterring shots at the basket keeping guys away from the basket going for blocks disrupting shots at the rim things in general defending the rim 
that's something that I think Joel Embiid, that's one of his best attributes. We haven't seen it in the past few years because he had to do so much from a scoring offensive load, mm-hmm. production standpoint. We haven't seen that nearly enough, and I think this year we could see it, which is huge because, like I just said, I think Joel Embiid is one of the best defenders in this game, and I think this is a really, really great chance for him to prove it, but as a byproduct, also have the Sixers be one of the better defensive teams in the league consistently because last year they had their moments of being great defensively. But this mm-hmm. year, I think with if Joel Embiid is able to tap into that, it's huge. It's going to be huge. I, th- I think the the team itself will look so much better if we can just get Joel Embiid to turn it up a little bit more defensively than he has. Even just a little bit more. Like He's such a great defender that... All it takes is just a little kick up for him, and we we can really we'll really be able to see how great he is defensively, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Yeah, if he's if he's more and more dialed in on that end of the floor, um, it's gonna be key. It's it's yeah. there. We've seen it all throughout his career. It is there, but on a consistent night in night out basis, which I think is what Nick Nurse is desiring, um, it's it could be pretty special. So. Uh, that feeds really well into another quote from Nick Nurse. Um, you know, speaking of things that we didn't expect to hear under former coaches, um, Nick Nurse had a quote on Paul Reed. This was also on the on Patrick Beverly's okay. podcast, I believe. Um, so I, he was asked about Paul Reed, and he said, "You know, quote, will he play with Embiid?" And uh, Nick Nurse said, "For sure. Like, I don't think that's a question." He's going to be That's, out there playing hard. He's going to be defending. Yeah. He's going to be doing probably more than he's done before, and I think he's ready to take a step up. He can play. Now, before you jump in on that one, like, I don't – again, cautiously <laughs> optimistic because <laughs> because if we heard Doc Rivers say that, I think we would have been nervous yeah. because we've seen Doc with, with two bigs in a lineup, and it just it's, it's doesn't work. But obviously, Nick Nurse has confidence in whatever he's drawing up. He thinks it can work. And again, if that's a if that's a Doc Rivers quote, I'm pretty upset. Almost <laughs> like I'm like, dude, I'm like, stop! Right, it's not going to work. <laughs> but with Nick Nurse, okay, yeah. maybe he's confident. But why is he confident? I don't know. Are, are you are you agree with me? Like, what's going on here? Because I didn't expect to hear that necessarily, especially a month and a half out from the season, and you're talking about it already. I, I, it's 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 funny because I just got done singing the praises of Nick Nurse, which that's not going to change or anything like that. But <laughs> I that still does kind of concern me. However, if there's a guy that can make it work, it's him. I just don't love the idea of two bigs playing alongside <laughs> each other. Not that it gives me Al Horford vibes, but it definitely does raise a, a couple concerns because one... And B is not a great shooter. Paul Reed is a non-shooter. When you have two bigs <laughs> playing next to each other and neither of them is really a, a threat to shoot or score from behind the arc, it's kind of an issue for your spacing. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Paul Re- when Embiid is playing in the paint, which is where he probably more than where he should be uh, more often than not, right. Paul Reed also needs to play in the paint. So what's going to happen? Paul Reed can't play in the corner or on the wing. He doesn't have a three-point shot. Now, he could play as kind of a just dive to the rim and hope somebody finds me, 
hope somebody feeds me the ball on my way down there <laughs> kind of guy, which could work. I don't know. I don't I don't love that. I think I think there's potential again cautiously optim cautiously optimistic <laughs> there's some potential but i don't i don't love that yeah again if doc said this <laughs> we're banging our head against the wall yeah but because it's nick nurse and because he must have he, a plan he, he's got something up his sleeve he because must. he said he said i don't he said i don't think that's a question like they're gonna play together um He's got a plan, and like I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think yeah. of Toronto. Like, I mean, similar, similar, similar size, but you know, very, very different, different play, style. play styles. From Pascal Siakam is kind of like Paul Reed, similar build ish, ish, <laughs> but like, you know, because Siakam yeah. wasn't a five, obviously, and he could handle the ball and he could shoot and score. But like, Paul Reed can't really. You know, Paul that, Reed's yeah. he's six nine or whatever. Like he's. Yeah. I just I don't know I don't know what the plan is and you make a huge huge point like huge question the elephant in the room is again where the heck is Paul Reed going to be on offense if Joel Embiid's out there too right. like he right. takes precedence in 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 the pain inside the perimeter like unless Paul Reed's been shooting three thousand jumpers a day I don't I don't <laughs> know but uh, we tr- in Nick Nurse we trust like I don't I mean who knows. But I, I just find that quote yeah. very interesting. He's very confident, and he didn't say, "Yeah, no, we'll see. We'll try and make it work." He, he yeah. said, "It's going to happen." So, so. Well, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, and then I guess we we talked about what gives us confidence yeah. in Nick Nurse. You know, heading into the season a little bit. Just you know, for me, I you know, I just said, just he's a brilliant mind, and you know, I think he's going to unlock some some untapped potential that, you know, some of these sixes that we've come to know and love over the years haven't reached yet because of some setbacks and limitations under the former coaching staff. And, you know, a new guy comes in, fresh eyes, maybe unlock something. So I'm excited about that. What would you – like, what questions are you looking forward to being answered specifically about Nick Nurse and what he's going to do with this team? I'm looking forward – that's – that the Paul Reed and B lineup is a question. It's yeah. definitely a question. I'm looking forward <laughs> to having that answered. I would say if there's one yeah. question, I would say what what would I, I want to see what he has in store for Maxi. I want to see he's never really. I mean, the closest comp I can make is Fred Van Vliet, although I don't I don't like the comp at all. He's never really had a guard like Maxi on his roster. I guess maybe Kyle Lowry kind of counts. So Kyle Lowry, but I'm I'm very interested to see what he does with Maxi and can he turn Maxi into more of a he's he's a shooting guard. Max Maxi is a shooting guard. He he might play point guard occasionally, but he he's he's functionally a shooting guard. I want to see what kind of steps Maxi can take as a point guard in in the modern NBA. That's that's one thing. Okay, um, I'm looking at and uh, not not as relevant as I thought it was going to be, but I looked up Fred Van Vliet's yeah. assist numbers just in his career and how that changed. So, well, I guess it's relevant because the first year um, that that Nick Nurse took over, 
Um, that is where you saw Fred Van Vliet's mm-hmm. minutes spike. So he was there. He was at like eight minutes his rookie year, 20 minutes his second year, and then he was up to 28 minutes, uh, I guess, the first year under Nurse. And then, you know, since then it's been 35, 36, 37 minutes a game. And those years he's been around seven assists a game um, from what it was around three or four. So um, not as relevant as I thought. But you see a guy who, who, I mean, his career took off when Nick Nurse became the head coach. Um, that is a fact. We do know that. Um, I guess the question I have is, is how is he going to make this rotation work? You know, we know what we have with Joel and Tobias and Tyrese and, and Melton. But, like, outside of those four, there's some big questions on where everybody else fits into this puzzle. I guess P.J. Tucker, we know where he fits too. But, like, the bench, where's Mo Bamba fit into this? Where does Patrick Beverly fit into this? Um there are questions. Where's Danny Green going to fit into this? Like, where's Furkan Korkmaz going <laughs> to fit into this? He doesn't request a trade again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Um, <laughs> exactly. But, like, where do all these pieces to this puzzle fit? And so I'm curious. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, game one is going to be the answer, and that's going to be the rotation right. for the rest of the year. But, like, I'm excited for the first week to see what he thinks is is gonna work best and how he's gonna adapt um and learn like i mean you and i weren't like jumping up and down when the sixers signed beverly and mo bamba but like what are they gonna do for this team um because to be honest like unless we're keeping tyrese or Embiid on the floor at all times like what's it what's the team gonna look like with Patrick Beverly running the second unit and a bunch of other bench guys and PJ Tucker and Tobias, maybe Patrick like that. Beverly doesn't run the second I'm unit. A, that would be disastrous. That would be. But it's DeAnthony. I mean, I people are thinking DeAnthony's going to start, For, and he's. I don't know, dude. Like I'm. Wait, who would he start over? I don't know. Who's going to start? Maxi Harden, Tucker, Harris, and Bead. Oh, there's no in hard a scenario there's where no Harden hard. isn't here. Yeah, well, okay. Well, no, <laughs> starts then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he starts. So, so, but like the second unit's um, in trouble. Yeah, we've seen some probably. we've seen some bad six or second units, but a second unit where Patrick Beverly and Mo Bamba. That's awkward. And Danny Green off of ACL. But like, Daniel ha- House though. A little scary. Daniel I, I House. Listen, I like House. I'm just gonna say I do. I do. You do. I like him. I do. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. You do. I know, but <laughs> uh, but we but this isn't something we've already yeah. haven't talked about. We talked about this last right. episode. We said that as currently constructed, there's yeah. some issues, and there there just is. There just is. And so how is how is Nick Nurse with the currently constructed roster going to minimize those issues? just simply and solely on the fact that he can mix and match the rotations as he sees fit. So that's my biggest question, is what's he going to do with the rotations? All right. Um, Anything else Nick Nurse-wise as we're 42 days away from the season? You know what? If he's going to do read and Embiid, that rhymes, we should do (laughs) Paul Reed, Mo Bamba, and Joel Embiid for one, just for five minutes. Just five minutes. We need... (laughs) I would just love to see how that works. I would love to see who plays alongside them. I would love to see... I I think that would be an interesting experiment. And you know what? 
If Nick Nurse is going to try reading Embiid, why not Mo Bamba, too? Just throw him in there. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Throw, sure. throw Paul Reed at the three. Sure. Throw PJ Tucker at the two. Great idea. <laughs> and then oh, Patrick gosh. Beverly lead that offense. Dude. Oh. Like, what? 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 That's, I mean, that's a that's, that's a defensive gem, though. In in both in in a good and wow. bad way. It is. Oh my goodness! The perfect storm. All right. Uh, cautiously optimistic episode one oh five. And uh, we're a month and a half out from the Sixers start of the season. Uh, we hope that you'll continue to, to join with us on Planet 76. Is you know more coming toward the end of the off season with some season preview, full you know full length episodes and everything like that. So make sure you tune in as we approach October 26th and a tip off in Milwaukee. Uh, we'll see you next time on Planet 76. If you are a Philadelphia 76ers fan, this is the podcast for you. Planet 76, a weekly podcast covering all things Philadelphia 76ers. We'll see you next time.